My name is Derek Harper, and this is the Fail to Success Podcast. I'm a former teacher who quit his job on a whim with a wife and three kids and no backup plan. But I pushed past the fear, and in my first year of full-time business, I made $101,347, and I created this podcast to help you learn how to push past your fear and live the life of your dreams with your business. So let's listen in. So how are you guys doing? And welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, We're going to talk about today that success is on the other side of defeat. (laughs) Not your feet, <laughs> defeat, right? All right, so that's what we're going to be talking about today, guys. Uh, and I wanted to make sure that uh, you guys get in so that you have your paper and your pencil ready and you're ready to take some notes and to understand that, you know, the things that may look bad to you may not really be bad, right? All of the things that you think are, are detrimental to your growth or detrimental to your success are actually the thing, the very things that help you, that build you up and that make you strong. So I wanted to tell you a, a little bit of a, a quick story about um, when I was in high school as a teacher, right? And I'm going to show you how success was on the other side of defeat, right? So when I was a, as a high school teacher, um, I was doing everything that I could. I was working hard and I was doing my thing. And there were some people in the school that didn't really like <laughs> what I was doing. They really didn't like that I was standing up for myself. They really didn't like that um, I was really vocal about, you know, the things that I didn't really like around the school and how I was trying to change things and do things a little bit different and do things my way. Um, It was my class, by the way. But um, they wanted to structure my classroom the way that they wanted to structure it and not me structured the way I wanted to structure it. So because of those things, I, (laughs) um, I was pretty much forced out and I ended up getting a job in middle school. So I worked the middle school um, job, and this was crucial. It was a crucial turning point in me going full-time business. And I'm going to let you know why, because I know you guys are like, hey, what does this have to do with like success and everything, right? So I, I left high school, and I went to the middle school. And as I went to the middle school, I realized that I really, 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 really hated teaching in middle school. But I really, 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 really loved teaching in high school. And if I would have stayed teaching in high school, guys, I probably would still be there right now. But I left high school and I went to middle school and I really despised middle school. Like it was it was the point where I knew like, yo, if I got to be here, then I'm going to I'm going to quit teaching. Like I despised it. So uh, I went through a couple of years, the first year, full year, the second year, COVID hit, right, at the end of the, at the second half of the, the second half of the school year, and then, so, we went, we went through that, and then, they forced us back into the schools that next August, and then I was like, yo, this has got to, this has got to stop, all right, so, from that, I learned that I didn't want to teach school anymore, um, and it gave me the, it gave me the, the push and the drive to say, I need to start, I have my business, I need to go full-time with my business. So um, on March 8th, I actually quit. Not this March 8th, not this past March 8th. Uh, it was probably two or three years ago, right? So I, <laughs> I end up quitting the job. And when I quit the job, I, you know, the rest is history. I met my first month, I made $11,900. And in that first 12 months, uh, I did $101,347, right? And so it was like the most amazing thing the day that I actually quit uh, the job because I felt free. 
I felt like I had broken chains off. I felt like, like I said before, like I don't, you know, I I've never been in the the juvenile or the the penal system, <laughs> right? I never been in a system, but it felt like I had just got out of jail, <laughs> right? I felt like I had just got out of jail, and um, so you know, it was a it was a, it was most amazing day ever, and I had success right out of the gate, and I thought to myself, you know. Had I done this earlier, I could have got to this realization. I could have got to this freedom way before now. You know, way before now, I could have got to this to this feeling. And I realized it was that fear that I had that was holding me back. It was that fear that was keeping that barrier up so I couldn't get past the success. But I want to tell you guys that everything happens for a reason. For example, like I said, back in high school, if I would have kept teaching Teaching at the high school, I probably would still be there now because I loved it just that much. I loved going in there. I love working with the students. Like we had a very good time. We, you know, we laughed, we joked, we played around um, with the cameras, and we did all. We did. We just did. We just had the most amazing time. It was just creativity flowing all over the time, all the time. I I pushed my kids to be creative. We were creative. We were doing. We just whatever we came up with, we were just doing. Like yo, we come up with this. All right, let's do it. You know, and it was just free and it was just fun and the kids were having a good time. And as a result of that, they paid attention. I, I didn't have to raise my voice at all. Uh, it, it was just it was just fun and freeing. And it was and I was a head track coach and I love I love track. And so I was a head track coach um, and we just had a, we just had an amazing time. And I, we, our, the track team was doing well. Uh, man, everything was going good, and I and I just enjoyed it. And I would have stayed there because that's what I enjoyed. That's what I enjoyed at the time. Um, but if it wasn't for those people, two people in particular, and I'm not going to call their name, I'm not gonna, but two people in particular that made it their point to get me out of there, like it seemed like it was a bad thing because they 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 were. They were literally finding any little type of little thing, right? Any little small little type of thing that they could get on me so they could get me out of there, right? And in their sinisterness, in their, in them being the way they are, they actually propelled me to the point where I am now. So instead of being bitter about that and bitter towards them, I'm grateful to them. I'm like, thank you, yo, because you actually pushed me into my greatness, you actually pushed me into my greatness. So what the devil meant for, for bad, God meant for good. So you guys got to start looking at the silver lining and things. Like at that time, I was just, I, at that time when I, when they, when they pushed me out of the school system, if they pushed me out of the high school, I was, I was really, really scared. I was really nervous. I had a lot of fear. I was like, oh my gosh, I, I failed my family. You know, like I said, I have a wife, three kids. My wife was working at the same school at the same time at the time. So at least she was still a bit employed. But I was I thought like, man, I'm not gonna be employed. What do I got? What do I have? What do I and I and, and my blinders, my fear allowed blocked my blinders or blocked me, blocked my eyes from seeing that, dude, you have a whole business. And if I would have said, yo, I'm not going back to work, I'm gonna do my business, my wife would have said, Bravo, bravo, go ahead. I've been waiting for you to do this all the time. Like I hope you can do it and do it very well, right? And so I, I, just, my, I just had blinders on. I thought, like, you know, 
the fear of taking my business full time. Like I'm not gonna make no money. I'm gonna be scared. I, you know, I was, I was gonna lose everything. My wife's not gonna be able to handle everything, and I'm not gonna be able to make enough money to help her. And so, I went and got another job at another school, and that was the middle school. And in the middle school, middle school, everything was fine. People loved me. But I did not love teaching in middle school. I had to raise my voice a lot. I had to, you know, I, I was stressed every single day. I watched the clock. I was, I was, I was miserable, right? Miserable every single day. And, and not, not to mention, I had a whole hour ride to work. <laughs> anyway, so imagine you hating your job and then you got to drive a whole hour to get there. The whole time you're thinking like, man, 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 I hate Boy, I got to go up here the whole entire time. You get there and you're like, oh. the only thing relaxing about going to work was the actual drive, <laughs> you know, drive through the drive through the twists and turns that I had to go through the back ways to get there because it was so much traffic. If you live in Atlanta, you understand, like in the Atlanta, greater Atlanta area, the traffic is just crazy. So I know back roads now. So I learned back roads and went back roads and got there. And it was and when I got there, guys, it was it, it was just the time. Like as soon as I stepped out of the vehicle, it was like. <sighs> I, boy, you guys know the feeling. Like you guys have that same feeling, right? So uh, I left, man. I, I I I got in there first year, okay. The next year, I was like, yo, this has this is ridiculous. And when we had to leave for COVID, yo, that was like one of the <laughs> that was like one of the, I was like, yes, yes, we get to work from home, yes. I have to go there. So now I'm like. Hey, we got an excuse. If the kids don't do the work, if they're acting up, it's on their parents. <laughs> it's not on us. Like, we have no control over what they do. If they're at home, if their camera's not on, all we can do is email the parent and let the parent handle it. Yes. All right. So that was like, okay, if we can do school like this, I can stay, <laughs> you know. Um, but, you know, I had, I, when we got back, I had a student lie on me. I had to go to the HR. That was, that was one of the times where I thought that I was going to, going to actually lose my job um, because I had to go to HR because the kid said I hit him and I didn't hit him. I just grabbed his bag and he pulled back and I fell on top of him almost. And uh, then I like I had to lean on him to get back off, you know, get back off because I'm like, because I didn't think he was going to pull back. So right, so he pulled back. And I'm like, wait a minute, dude, what are you doing here? So anyway, I had to go to HR for that. And when I got in the HR, the HR director was like, "Dude, if I thought you hit this kid, I would. We would have a different. We'd be having a different conversation. I just needed to get your side so I can just explain everything to everybody, right?" He said, "I didn't think you hit that kid for one second. Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> so you know, I had a kid lie and like all these things were happening, and and I was like, you know, I in my first in my first part of the day, I was, you know, I would do my prayer and I would do my, my devotions and all that thing. And I would pray and I would ask God, like, listen, please, yo, know, if, if, if I should be quitting my job, let me know, quit my job, let me know, give me a sign or something. And then all of these things were happening. Like I kept getting in trouble. <laughs> like a kid lied on me. Like they kept saying, like the principal would come by and say, Hey, I keep seeing you on your computer all the time and you're not engaging with the kids. And they're back here in the back playing on their cell phone. And I thought that was funny because, you know, all of the projects that they do because we had the limited access to the to the to the cameras. We had a couple of cameras and a lot of them, the kids would break them. So in between the time, I'm like, yo, just use your cell phone. So a lot of them were using their cell phone to, to do it. And I taught them how to use their cell phone to edit. Now, granted, they're probably were on TikTok or Instagram, but, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> um, 
they were supposed to use their cell phones to actually film, so it was okay for them to bring their cell phones in class and use them. Okay, so that that wasn't. Then I had a system on my computer that I could see every person's computer. The one we had like eleven or twelve computers in the back of the room, so I could see everybody's computer in the, in my lab from my one computer, so I could stop them from playing games and all that stuff. So that's what I was doing, and also running my business. <laughs> so, um, so you know, all of these things were happening, and I was like, and I'm like, why God? Why is these things happening? I'm not. I'm not. Try, I'm just trying to stay all I, I don't do anything when I come here. I literally just walk through the door, go in my classroom. I teach my class and I really didn't have to teach my class because I was I hated it so much that I that I did something that was good for the schools for the school in the school's eyes. I did what we call flip the classroom. And what flipping the classroom means is that you put all of your stuff on a computer or or some type of medium where the kids can access it and then they can go step by step. They can go lesson by lesson by lesson and you don't have to teach at all. All you have to do is facilitate the learning and help them when they have questions and things like that. So all I had to do basically was just walk around, observe, and make sh- and check them off on things that they probably uh, had concepts. So that's all. That's basically all I had to do. So that's why I was like, you know, I just come in here and I do this, and I know this keeps me out of trouble with the admin. And so I just do this, and when they see me now, I'll just walk around and then I'll just keep running my business from my iPad, and I can use my iPad. So I created these tools, right? I created these tools that help me in the classroom, which is which is which is easy. And um, I didn't have a problem, but I kept getting in trouble for some reason, and I couldn't understand why. And that really was God moving on my situation and helping me get to where I'm getting to where I was going. Like he knew the end before the beginning, right? So he knew that, yo, you're going to quit and you're going to make $100,000 in your first year. Don't worry. <laughs> like, be easy, dude. I got you. And I'm like, dude, God, why is he doing Like, why, why is he I'm praying every morning. I'm doing this. I'm helping. I'm the kids. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm, and blah, and I'm doing what I can and do it. And, and, and it just wasn't working out, right? And the reason why is because there was a, there was success on what I felt like was, on the other side of what I felt like was defeat. So, you know, had I, had I not gone through that, had I not, you know, had, had, had I not quit the, the school system, they probably were going to not renew me anyway, because they were, I I could tell, you know, you, you know how you can tell when your, 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 your superiors are like, one more thing and you're out of here, <laughs> right? I, I had that feeling. I was like, you know, did, all because I had gotten, you know, um, you know, on your on your evaluations, you had to have a satisfactory evaluation, and um, I had to have two or three in a two or three good ones in a row, and uh, I I think I had I, I was good. I think at the end I had to have a good evaluation to get renewed for my my license. And so it was all up to them, and they knew it. And so, uh, so there we were. So it was like, hey, we can get rid of this problem. I, I just kind of felt in my in my spirit, like, hey, they can get rid of me if they just. All I need to do is just give me a bad evaluation, and boom. And then they say, hey, it's nothing we can do, right? So, I knew something had to happen. And when my contract time came up, okay, so I had to sign a new contract, but I also couldn't it also really couldn't go through until I got required did the requirements to get a new license to, to uh, renew my license right so it came down to it they sent me the contract and I declined it and I didn't know what I was going to do I don't know why I, de- I declined it because I was like yo if I take it if I say it just in case it's not going to happen for me and I'm trying to get out of here 
and I'm and I'm just taking the steps necessary. So I declined the 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 contract. And then my principal came to me and she's like, "Hey, we saw that you declined your your contract. Did, is that is that true? Is do you really want to decline the contract? Because we can open it back up for you to sign it." And I said, "No, I, no, that's true. That's right. I'm not signing it." And like I said, I didn't know what I was going to do, but I figured, you know, I got to the end of the year, you know, uh, the, the money would take me through the summer and then I really didn't have to worry about anything until, you know, August, August, you know, I got to I got to take this time now from the time when I leave school in May and work all the way through August to, to get enough money to continue going on. And then after that, I don't know. So I, there was no certainty. But um, what my wife told me to do was like, you know, you need to write a letter to your principal and let them know that you will not be returning. Write a resignation letter. Don't give it to them, but just write it and keep it in your computer for the day for when it's time. And like, guys, I'm telling you, something magical happens when you write things down. Something truly magical happens when you start to write things down and you put it out there into the into the universe, you put it out there into the atmosphere and just... It's like confirmation to the universe that this is exactly what you want. Like, if you're going to step out here and you're going to write this down and you're going to make it plain, even the Bible says that, write write your request, make your request known, write it down, make it plain, right? So I did it, I wrote it down, made it plain, and I and I and and it was crazy because I think it wasn't even a week later that I actually ended up quitting. And it got and did, man, do you know? <laughs> And I and I want to and I and I don't want you guys to 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 feel like yo I'm an advocate for you to like quit your job and just just throw it all away right um, if you have obligations and you don't have anything in place I recommend you stay where you are until you get where you can go right <laughs> stay where you are until you can get where you can go um, but if you're a place person like me if you have a business and your business is your business is running right and you're making some money from it but maybe you're not making the money that you that you pot you that you want and you want to go further and you want to go higher, yo, really consider, really consider taking the steps necessary to take your business full time because you're never going to get to the point that you want to get to if you continue to, 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 to waste your time at building someone else's dream when you can be building your own dream, right? So stop wasting your time sitting at a nine to five. If you have a business that has, that's bringing in some, bringing in some cash, I don't care if it's only bringing in $500 a month, your time is more. Your time is better well spent doing everything you can to make that five hundred turn into five thousand, and take that take that five thousand and turn it to fifty thousand a month, right? So that's your time is better well is much better spent doing that than sitting there like building someone else's dream. Like that other person that is at the top of that company is like, yo, I got everybody working for me. Boom! Like, no, that should be you. You should be up there with everybody working for you. Right. Because you have dreams, you have goals, you have aspirations. You want to be able to retire your wife. You want to be able to retire your husband. You want to pay your kids college tuition. You want to be able to 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 retire and don't have to go back and be a Walmart greeter. Right. You want to build a sustainable long term business. You want your business to last past five years. Right. So me, I'm on year eight. (laughs) Um, We've been we've been uh, we've been full-time for about three years right I've been full-time for about three years and so I passed the five-year mark right the thing about it is that that that's the statistic to me is a 
it's a it's a it's a scare tactic, I believe. It's to keep people from taking their dreams and and fulfilling the dreams that they really want to, to fulfill, right? Taking your business full time. They're saying most business fail in five years. The statistics statistics say, yeah, bump the the statistics. <laughs> well, I can't say that word. Bump the statistics, right? Because people fail within the five years because, one, they don't know the information. Two, they're not trying to seek out the information. Three, they haven't fixed their mind. They don't have the mindset, right? They haven't had the mindset to stay strong through it. In these three years, guys, we had ups. We had big ups. We had downs. We had big downs, right? But in all in all, in the grand scheme of things, everything always evens out. Everything always evens out. And if you continue to learn, you continue to grow, you continue to 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 push poor, push toward greatness. You continue to push um, new strategies and learning and all these things, guys. If you continue to do that, you will be successful. Trust me. If your mind is on success and not on failure. You have to put your mind on success and take your mind off of failure. You can have anything you want if you believe it. So whether you're right or whether you're wrong, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right, right? So if you believe you can't, then you won't. You can't. If you believe you can, then you can. Now, it may not look like the problem. The difference is it's very easy to be negative. It's so much harder to be positive. Why? Because we've been conditioned that way. We begin conditioned that way, and the polarity, our polarity as a as a person, um, meaning positive and negative, right? So you have to have positive, and you also have to have negative because the negative, the negative are the things that make the positive even better, and this is seen throughout my story, but from leaving high school, going to middle school, like everywhere that I went, it started off great, and then it started going downhill, and I'm like. I don't do anything but come in here and do the job that I'm that, I, that I'm supposed to do, and I just keep stuff just keep popping up, like popping up. I'm like, what what is going on here? I just come in, and do my job, and I leave, and I do my job very well, <laughs> and I keep getting in trouble. And then I left there, fresh new slate, went to middle school, and then the same thing started off great, and then you know started having these problems. I kept seeing myself like I was in the principal's office more than some of my worst students. Literally. <laughs> and I'm like, why am I in here? And it's because God was pushing me to my greatness. So you guys have to understand that it's not, it's not, it's it's not something negative all the time. Every time when something you feel like is negative or something that is bad that happens to you, it's really a silver lining. It's really something that's pushing you towards something greater. All right. You had to go through this so you could see where you need to go. And then once you get there or you need to go where you needed to go and you would have never got to where you're going if that thing didn't happen. For example, and I and I and, and I don't want to be I don't want to be um negative Nancy as a sense for lack of a better phrase, but when Kanye West, if you guys remember Kanye West, now I know he's in a figure people really don't really like. Some people don't like him. People love him. People hate him. And like the polarity there is crazy. But <laughs> but when back in the day, like early two thousands, he got he was doing his beats and everything, and he got into a car accident. Right, 
And when he got into a car accident, everybody's like, oh, no, Kanye West got a car accident. You know, his wild, mouth was wired shut and all of this, all of these horrible things. But had that not happened, he would have never made the song Through the Wire. Right now, he didn't make the song. It was a it was a old, it was a it was a uh, a sample from from um, I think uh, don't get man. Don't hurt me. Aretha Franklin, I believe. Anyway, anyway, Shaka Khan, one of them. Anyway, sorry. Sorry for the old heads. <laughs> but the song is actually called Through the Fire. Right. And so he just switched the lyrics and said through the wire. Why? Because when he was rapping the song, he was literally rapping the song through the wire in his mouth. And that was one of his biggest, biggest and greatest hits through the wire. That was the one that propelled him, right? Like when he took it to Pharrell and he made, man, literally, if you guys watch The Genius uh, on Netflix and you watch what you watch, what he, what he, um, uh, what he did once after, after he made that song, he took it to Pharrell and literally, I'm talking about Pharrell Williams, mega producer, heard it and like left the room because he was like and walked down the hall like yo that is crazy that's gonna kill like that's gonna be the thing and it did and it happened man uh and man everybody knows music is for real so like that was the thing that propelled him and it looked like a negative thing but god knew where he was going god knew where he was gonna take him god knew where his his destiny was he asked for that so in that tragedy, like he said, when he, if you watch it, he said, in that tragedy, man, I was sitting there and I started, it gave me a lot of time to think while I was sitting in the hospital. It gave me a lot of time to think. And I started thinking. And then boom, 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 here we go. Through the wire. Now I'm rapping this verse through the wire. And it made sense. And it was a nice beat. And it was, a, it was dope lyrics. And it propelled him to where he is, right? So um, to where he was before he did all the rants. But... but um, but you, but you guys can see, like, look through all of, go back and look at all of the great people. They all had some type of struggle. Sometimes it was a tragic struggle, like, like Kanye West, he got in a car accident. Sometimes it is just a struggle of not knowing, right? So look at Thomas Edison. He did 10,000 different things before he had one of his invention actually hit. Right. Um, look at um, Sir Isaac Newton. Uh, Apple had to fall and hit him in the head. I mean, because that wasn't tragic, but, you know, he didn't know he he was defeated, sat down. Apple hit him in the head. Boom. There we go. I mean, at least that's what the story goes. That's where the story goes. Um, you know, Benjamin Franklin, look at what he had to go through. Um, if you watch the founder on Netflix, uh, Ray Kroc. He was trying to sell stuff, and he, his business was failing. He couldn't sell anything, and then he ran into McDonald's, right? And that that him selling those things took him to his purpose, right? Uh, man, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of people, man. It's a lot of people you get to see. And if you notice, if you look at football and people in the NFL, most of the stories are typically the same. I came from nothing. I came from a home where it was broken. I didn't have a father. I didn't have, you know, I was with a single mother. We struggled. It was 15 of us in the room, and I knew I had to get some. I knew I had to do better, right? And they struggled through life, and then eventually they they worked hard and they got there and they made it to the NFL. That's usually the, that's usually the story, right? That's usually the story. And so 
what I'm trying to get you to see is your success is on the other side of that thing that you think is a defeat. So don't be like most people, most business owners, they think that when things are going wrong, then they failed. They don't know what they're doing. Like this is it. And in actuality, the fact that things happen to you lets you know that you're on the right path because why? Disruption follows intention. When you have an intention to do something good, disruption always comes in. So when disruption shows up in your life, know that it's a thing that's pushing you towards where you're going to be. So don't take it as a don't take it as bad, guys. Take it as a sign that you're on the right track. And then I'm getting ready to I'm getting ready to I'm getting ready to I'm getting ready to raise the hair on the back of some of you guys' neck, right? You'll start seeing, and don't think I'm crazy, you'll start seeing repeating numbers. You'll start seeing 111-222-444-333. And the people that it's happening to, you guys understand what I'm talking about. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about. People that it's not happening to is because you're not on that wavelength. You haven't started vibrating on that level yet, right? And I don't want to sound like one of those, you know, crystal-holding people. <laughs> but I'm telling you, vibration, thoughts, and stuff, is real, super real. Everything is on science, right? How do you think we can get messages from phone to phone over the air? Frequency, vibration. What does your brain emit? Frequency, vibrations. All right, so I'm just gonna leave it there. You take with that what what you do with what it whatever you do with it. Uh, oh, thank you for the thank you for the gift. I saw the gift come up. Thank you for the gift. Um. <laughs> Uh, so you guys that know what I'm talking about, know what I'm talking about. You'll start seeing one, 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 two, 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 three, 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 four, 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 seven, 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 nine, nine, nine. You'll start seeing those things. It's letting you know that you're on the right path. So when those things show up and, and they look like they're negative, it's pushing you to the right thing, right? During my time, when I started praying and asking God, like, yo, I want to take my business full time. Help me, help me, help me. During that time, guys, literally, it, it was my, literally, my wife and I, um, my wife's grandmother had passed, and we were going to Virginia to go to the funeral, and um, I, um, my, at the time, my mom was in the hospital, and so I had given her a call on a uh, earlier in the week and let her know that I was going to be coming in the town on Friday and she, uh, she I wasn't able to talk to her because she was in the hospital and my, my stepfather answered the phone and he said you know your mom's in the hospital and uh, she can't talk right now um, but I was like okay well let her know when she when she can talk and just or just let her know that we'll be there on Friday and we're coming because um, my wife's grandmother had died so we're going to the funeral so we went down and on the way on the way to the uh, to to Virginia, we were almost, we were in Virginia, we we're crossing the bridge, and those know about the Tidewater area, we have these bridge tunnels, go over the water, and then you go under the water through the tunnel, so we go, we were going on the bridge, and uh, my sister had called me, and so I was talking to her, she got on the phone, I was like, she was at the hospital with mom, so I was like, okay, you know, this, my mom was always in the hospital because she had kidney disease, so, so it wasn't really a, a huge thing that she was in the in, in hospital, but whatever. So anyway, she was on the phone, and I was like, how's mom doing? She was like, not so well. She's like, um, you know, her kidneys are failing, uh, or not failing, uh, her liver was failing or something like that. 
I'll stop. But she's holding on, and so whatever. So I was like, okay, well, you know, we're we're on the Monitor Merrimack, um, uh, going toward the Monitor Merrimack, and we're almost there. So she's like, all right. And then at that moment, she was like, hold on. And she was like, mom, 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 I love you, I love you, I love you. And right then on the phone, before I could make it to the to the hospital, my mother had passed away. So we were doing on, we were going on a trip to see, to, to go to the funeral for my uh, wife's grandmother. And on the way, my mother passed away. And so my mother passed away. And not only that, my brother was going to jail that day. So he had to sit there and watch his mother die and then had to turn himself in later in the evening to go to jail. Uh, and then, so that was that day. And so we ended up going for a few days and then had to end up staying for the entire week for the funeral. So we had the funeral. We came back. Um, and, you know, I'm getting over that. And probably uh, f- uh, two months later, I was at a track meet. And at the track meet, it was a sectional. It was like one of the championship meets. We're trying to get ready to get the kids qualified to go to the state championship. And we were in the middle of 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 everything and my phone rang and when I picked up my phone it was my niece now my niece usually calls me every once in a while but I was weird that she'd be calling me on a Saturday but so I, I picked up and said hello you know what's going on I was like hey how's, how's it doing she was like she was crying and I was like what is going on I was like what's I was like hold on hold on hold on what's going on she's like granddaddy is dead my father and I'm like what so imagine that. So we're talking about two deaths in February, a death in April, right? So my fa- my biological father, all right? So we had grandmother, my mother, my biological father. Then we we do all that stuff, get rid of that, get, get over that. And then uh, probably about another month or two later, uh, consequently, my aunt my mother's sister was actually in the hospital at the same time that my mother was in and my mother had passed away. A couple of months later, my aunt passed away. So we had my grandmother, my mother, my father, and then my aunt all in the same year. Like, so imagine going through, imagine going through all of that, right? So going through all of that, right? And it looked like, you know, everything was falling apart. (laughs) <laughs> you know, at the same at that time it was at the time I was having major trouble in the school and they I didn't know it at the time, but they were trying to get me out of there. That they were doing every they were setting me up to fail so I can get out and everything I could feel it, you know. You can feel when things aren't going right and you can feel when, you know, you're about to get fired. <laughs> right. Um but in the school system there's no fire and there's just non renewal. So uh so and you know, I could feel it. And then on top of that, they had to come in and had to had to sit in a conversation, and go into the and had to defend myself with my principal and my assistant principal sitting there, and they were saying stuff. And I don't I don't care. I had documentation. I'm putting it on the table. I said, "You said this. That was incorrect because here's the documentation. Bam. Here's that. And you, and they knew it. And they non renewed me, which means you basically you're fired. But not we're not gonna renew your contract. Okay, 
bam. So all this stuff just happened to me, and then this is then you do this. Okay, great. And I knew it was that because when I got back to my office after the meeting, here comes the assistant principal and said, I'm sorry for what just happened. I was trying to help you and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, you were in there and you decided that you you guys had already made this decision before the school year started. So I'm not even worried about that. So imagine all those things. And it, all it was doing, though, guys, even though, you know, I'm not saying that the loss of my family members were were the were, was my silver lining. It's like do those things, you know, had an effect on me, which made me react in a way. And if it hadn't, that had not happened, then I would not be where I am today. Right. So um, I'm not saying rejoicing in the losing of family members, but I, what I am saying is those tragic things pushed me to greatness. It made me want to do better. It made me want to figure out, you know, what to do. So, I just want to leave that with you guys and for you to understand that your success is on the other side of defeat. Your success is on the other side of defeat. So when those things pop up, those tragic things, those things that you feel like uh, there's no way out, whatever, like, and don't get discouraged and lose hope. You should be filled. You, I'm not saying be filled with joy, but you should be thanking the creator, whoever you believe in or whatever you believe in, thanking and being grateful and gratitude that, you're able to experience this because you know that you have, you know that the creator, the alternate, the source, the whoever you believe in is putting you on the path, the correct path that you're supposed to be going on. Right. So, um, just, I just want to leave you with that and just let you know that if you're, if you're struggling with fear, if you're struggling with anxiety, if you're struggling with those um, things that's not, that's keeping you stuck where you are and want to push past the feet guys, um, everything that I've talked about, man, I put together in a in in the book Eradicate Fear, uh, and you can get that absolutely free if you go to the bio. You go to my bio, you can tap on it. I'm giving it to you there absolutely free. It's an actual physical book, um, and that's the same book. That's the seven principles that helped me push past my fear and get to running my business full time and making six, seven figures or six figures in the first um, twelve months. Um, so just free. All you have to do is just take care of the um, the shipping. Um, the small shipping costs uh, for that, and uh, once you do that, guys, um, we'll ship out the book to you, and you can you can um, you can read it. And guys, it, it's a, it has video courses attached to it, worksheets, all that great stuff to help you um, to, to 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 stay on track. Um, but with that being said, man, remember that everything that you do today affects your future. So remember tomorrow. My name is Derek, Mister Fresh Harper, Yiddy, and I will see you tomorrow. <laughs>